and welcome back, y'all, to Mountain Mama's famous fantasy football league podcast. I'm Tyler Wood, your host and commissioner. It's Wednesday, October 2nd, and it is the best time of year to be a sports fan. We've got the NHL and NBA starting up this month. Obviously, we got the NFL and college football going on. We got playoffs and NASCAR. We got the baseball playoffs just started in the MLB last night. But more importantly, and most importantly, we do have fantasy football, and we're just one day away from some more NFL football. So before we jump into the news, I did forget to mention on yesterday's pod about the week four pigskin pick'em results, in which Braden won going nine and six, while Tyler and Bryson were seven and eight. Braden has the lead through four weeks with 43 wins. Tyler's in second with 40, and Bryson in last with 35. Now let's get into the news around the league and buckle in, y'all, because we've got a lot to talk about as all 10 franchises are in the headlines for today. We'll start it off with Tyler. The New England Patriots defense and uh, Patriots outside linebacker Kyle Van Noy was named AFC Defensive Player of the Week for Week 4. He racked up eight tackles, two sacks, and a pair of forced fumbles in the win against Buffalo. He's evolved into an exceptional player for the Patriots as he's currently Pro Football Focus's number six ranked 3-4 outside linebacker out of 46 qualifiers. Wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster missed practice today with a toe injury. He wasn't nicked up in that win on Monday night, so there's a chance this is merely just a midweek rest. Running back Rashad Penny was removed from Seattle's injury report in Week 5. He's missed the past two games with a hamstring injury, but he does appear to be full go for tomorrow night. And then running back Rex Burkhead was limited at today's practice with a foot injury. His x-ray came back negative, but he's been bothered by this foot injury for over a week now. So it is, it's impossible right now to know if he can get off the injury report in time for Sunday. Braden's team led the headlines this week because he's got six guys. Wide receiver Tyrell Williams did not practice today. It's a foot injury, and it is new for Williams after he's been battling a hip pointer the last couple weeks. He's been playing through his injuries, though. Wide receiver Tyreek Hill returned to practice today. Coach Andy Reid wouldn't commit to Hill returning this week against the Colts, but he's at least moving in the right direction. Hill has been out out since going down midway through week one. He's considered doubtful so far for week five, but we'll see later on. Friday's practice will give us a good idea. Running back Marlon Mack did not practice today. He didn't practice on Wednesday and Thursday last week, but still played in week three. Coach Frank Reich said Mack wasn't medically ruled out late last week against the Raiders when he never returned in the loss, so it's anybody's guess as to what Mack's status for Sunday night is right now. Running back Jamal Williams remains sidelined at today's practice. He should be considered doubtful to suit up this week with that concussion he suffered last Thursday night. Wide receiver Terry McLaurin was limited at today's practice with a hamstring injury that scratched him from week four. He said his injury has made a lot of progress, however, so we'll see later on in the week. And then wide receiver Josh Gordon was limited at today's practice with a knee injury. He's likely to get slapped with this tag all week and then play on Sunday. Four guys for Christian. Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson remained sidelined today at practice with his abdomen injury. Coach Doug Peterson offered little in terms of an update, just saying that Jackson is day-to-day and he is rehabbing. They're a 13.5-point favorite over the Jets this weekend, so it wouldn't be a shock to see him sit again. Running back Devin Singletary was limited today in practice. This puts Singletary on track to return this weekend against Tennessee after he practiced Thursday and Friday last week before missing Week 4. 
He's missed the last two games. Tight end Mark Andrews did not practice today, but this is status quo for him. He'll be out there against Pittsburgh this Sunday. And then wide receiver Chris Godwin missed practice today. He missed Wednesday and Thursday last week before torching the Rams, so he is expected to suit up this Sunday. Three guys for Ryan. Running back Saquon Barkley was in full uniform and jogging off to the side in today's practice. Barkley suffered that serious high ankle sprain in week three and has been aiming to beat his six to eight week timetable. He's not playing this Sunday, of course, but he's making rapid improvements in his rehab, although coach Pat Shermer, being stubborn, has refused to rule him out. And then his back or his teammate in the backfield, running back Wayne Gallman, was limited in today's practice with a neck injury. It's a new injury for Gallman, but one he should play through this week against Minnesota. And then wide receiver Stephon Diggs didn't practice today with an undisclosed injury tag. And right before the podcast came on, I did see on Twitter that it was it was released as a non-injury. So maybe a trade going down in Minnesota? You never know. We'll, we'll, we might talk more about that on Friday's pod. We'll see. Diggs showed numerous indications he was dinged up on Sunday, but still logged 84% of the offensive snaps. His availability will ultimately come down to his participation in Friday's practice. Three guys for Dylan. Quarterback Josh Allen remains in the concussion protocol, but participated in individual drills, and he sat in on team meetings today. He's going to be up against it to get cleared in time for Sunday's game against Tennessee. And running back Damian Williams returned to practice today after missing the last two games. Wide receiver Kenny Stills was limited at today's practice with a hamstring injury. Stills didn't finish week four and remains a true question mark to suit up against the Falcons this weekend. Just one for Chris. Wide receiver Michael Gallup returned to practice today, getting in a limited session. He's missed the last two games with a sprained MCL, but is progressing in his recovery and could be back in the lineup for Week 5 against the Packers. And just earlier, Dallas Morning News' Michael Gelkin reported that he will play on Sunday. Two guys for Dave, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, remained sidelined today at practice. The Colts need him back, but Coach Frank Reich admitted the Week 6 bye may play a factor in the decision this week ahead of Sunday night football against Kansas City. And then wide receiver Mike Williams was limited today at practice with a back injury. He missed week four, so this is a positive, although it's still a concern since he's battled this issue for seasons now. He's got a shot at playing in week five against Denver. We'll talk more about him on Friday. Two running backs for Nick. Josh Jacobs was limited today in practice. He should be fine for Sunday's week five London date with the Bears. And LaShawn McCoy, who was also limited at today's practice with an ankle injury, no other information was released. Three guys for Bryson, wide receiver Christian Kirk. Coach Cliff Kingsbury said Kirk is unlikely to play Week 5 against the Bengals. Kirk was limited today, which would typically be taken as a good sign, but he was lucky his injury wasn't more worse than anticipated. He seems to be week for week right now. Wide receiver Devontae Adams remained sidelined today at practice. He was limping badly last Thursday night when he injured his toe and has been sidelined ever since. It's unclear what his status is for Week 5 in Dallas, but he should be considered highly questionable for now. And then running back James Conner missed practice today. Tomorrow's practice will speak volumes for his availability on Sunday against the Ravens. And then Eric, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, was limited at today's practice with a quad injury. The veteran is probably just taking a fewer reps as he was also limited last week before playing on Sunday. And then before we get to the game previews, 
Let's check out all the movement around the league and waiver wire Wednesday that went down this morning. Uh, Nick added wide receiver Devontae Parker and dropped the Saints defense. Christian added Jordan Howard and dropped DK Metcalf. Chris added Will Fuller and dropped Danny Amendola. Tyler added Jameis Winston and dropped Jared Goff. Christian added Jacoby Brissett and dropped Daniel Jones. And then he also added the Panthers defense and dropped the Packers defense. Later on in the day, Braden added Muhammad Sanu and dropped Dontrell Inman. Ryan added Matthew Stafford and dropped Kyle Allen. Chris added Peyton Barber and dropped Raheem Mostert. Tyler added Auden Tate and dropped Adrian Peterson. And Christian added Jimmy Graham and dropped John Ross. Now let's get into the main segment, the Week 5 Game Previews. Our first matchup is our primetime game of the week as a pair of 2-2 two and two teams square off as Chris travels to Buchanan, West Virginia to face Dylan. This will be just their second all-time meeting with Chris taking Game 1. Chris will bring four top 10 players to his starting lineup. Number 3 quarterback Deshaun Watson will line up under center this week because he's got a good matchup at home against Atlanta. In the backfield, he's led by this week's number one running back, Christian McCaffrey, who's the only starter with a bad matchup as he draws the Jaguars at home. RB5 David Johnson has the best matchup in the lineup against the second worst run defense on the road in Cincinnati. And then Devontae Freeman has a good matchup at Houston. Lining up wide is not one single t- top 10 wide receiver this week for Chris, but all three of them have good matchups. Adam Thielen is going up against the fourth-worst pass defense in the Giants. Allen Robinson is in Oakland. And DJ Moore, of course, has the Jags at home. Tight end four, Evan Ingram has a push matchup with the Vikings at home. And then the worst defense of the week will round out the starting lineup with the Rams on the road in Seattle tomorrow night. Not as many good matchups in Dylan's lineup, but he will bring five top ten players. Quarterback four, Matt Ryan, is the play caller in a push matchup with Houston. In the backfield, this week's number two running back Dalvin Cook has a push matchup against the Giants. Damian Williams, who's gotten healthy, he's got a good matchup versus Indy. And then Ronald Jones on the road against the fourth best run defense in New Orleans. This is the worst matchup in the lineup for Dylan this week. He has two number one players this week, with the first being wide receiver one Julio Jones, who completes that Atlanta Falcons stack. Beside him, the receiving core looks like Tyler Boyd at home against Arizona, which could be a tough matchup, and then John Smokey Brown at Tennessee, which is also a tough one. And then the other number one player, the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey, has the best matchup in the lineup this week, going up against the third-worst defense against tight ends in the Indianapolis Colts. The Buffalo Bills defense ranked number eight this week as they're in Tennessee in a tough matchup to round out Dylan's starting nine. The Vegas voters have this one basically a push. Dylan has opened up as just a .2. Yes, I said .2 point favorite. But Fantasy Pros disagrees, giving Chris a a 63.3% chance of win, so a little bit bigger area there for Fantasy Pros. Move on to our second game of the week, and that has number three, 3-1 Tyler on the road against 2-2 Eric. This will be their sixth all-time meeting with Tyler holding the slight advantage, 3-2. to two. We'll start with the road team first for Tyler. He'll bring five top ten players, including one number one player to his starting lineup. 
Quarterback Tim Jameis Winston will get the nod again as he'll be facing the second-worst pass defense on the road in New Orleans. Behind him will be RB6 Nick Chubb facing the best run defense on the road against the 49ers, and Chris Carson will have a good matchup tomorrow night versus the Rams. Four wide set for the receivers this weekend, with wide receiver four Michael Thomas leading them in a great matchup with Tampa. Marquez Valdez-Scantling gets the nod against the fourth-best pass defense in the Cowboys. Juju Smith-Schuster in a good matchup with Baltimore. And finally, Robert Woods in a tough one tomorrow night. Will Disley comes in at tight end nine this week, as he'll also have a tough one tomorrow night. And finally, the number one defense this week, the New England Patriots, who are facing the third-worst offense on the road against Washington. For the home team, Eric will have just two top ten players but one of those is a number one guy. And that guy is lining up under center, leading the offense, Patrick Mahomes. He has a good matchup with the Colts at home. The best running back core in the league this week will be trotted out there by Eric, and both have good matchups. RB3, Ezekiel Elliott, has the third worst run defense and the Packers, or against the Packers, and then Mark Ingram will be at Heinz Field against the Steelers. No top 10 receiver in the four-wide set, and just one has a good matchup. Julian Edelman will face the second-worst pass defense in the Redskins. Emmanuel Sanders is at the Chargers, and Sammy Watkins and Demarcus Robinson have the worst matchup in the lineup with the Colts, but he does have that Kansas City trio stack. Jared Cook may not have found the top 10 this week, but he'll be facing the second-worst defense against tight ends, and finally the Jaguars' defense rounds out the lineup with a good matchup at Carolina. Tyler has opened as a three-point favorite according to Vegas, and Fantasy Pros agrees, giving him a 50.6% chance to win. Could be a close one throughout. The third game of the weekend is 1-3 Dave on the road against number 2, 3-1 Ryan. This is their 11th all-time meeting with Dave dominating the series 8-2. Dave will bring seven top 10 players to his lineup, and under center will be quarterback 9 Carson Wentz in a push matchup against the Jets. In the backfield, a trio of push matchups. RB9, Todd Gurley tomorrow night. Running back 8, Leonard Fournette in Carolina. And Sony Michelle in Washington. Lining up wide is wide receiver 9, T.Y. Hilton in a push against Kansas City. Wide receiver 6, Mike Evans has the best matchup in the lineup this week against the 5th worst pass defense. And then Golden Tate will be making his season debut in a push matchup. Tight end 5, Zach Ertz has the toughest matchup in the starting 9 as he'll take on the second-best defense against tight ends in the Jets, but he does complete that Philadelphia Eagles stack. And then rounding out the starters is the number 7 defense, the Los Angeles Chargers, in a push matchup against Denver. A lot of tough matchups for Ryan this week, as he'll bring just three top 10 players to his lineup. The worst starting quarterback this week is Aaron Rodgers, and he'll line up under center against the fourth-best defense in Dallas. In the backfield, he's led by the only good matchup in the lineup as Derrick Henry is at home against Buffalo, and then Wayne Gallman against the Vikings. A four-wide receiver set for Ryan here this weekend as wide receiver two Keenan Allen will face the third-best pass defense in the Broncos. Amari Cooper faces the best pass defense in the Packers. Wide receiver 10 Tyler Lockett has a push tomorrow night, and then Larry Fitzgerald in a tough one against Cincinnati. Tight end 7 Austin Hooper will be facing the third best defense against tight ends and then to round out the lineup, the number 2 defense this week, the Bears have a tough matchup out in Oakland. 
Ryan has opened as a one-point favorite according to the Vegas Sportsbooks, and Fantasy Pros agrees, but by a bigger margin, giving him a 75.9% chance of winning. Our fourth matchup of the weekend has 4-0 number one Bryson on the road against 0-4 Christian in their first ever meeting. Bryson will bring with him seven top ten players, but not too many good matchups. Quarterback two, Lamar Jackson, will lead the offense in a push matchup. We haven't seen four running backs played so far through four weeks, but Bryson's going to do it this week, as running back four, Alvin Kamara, will face the third best run defense. Joe Mixon has a push. Melvin Gordon makes his season debut against the fifth worst run defense. And then running back 10, James Conner, rounds out the four with a great matchup at home. Just two receivers, but it is the league's best wide receiver core this week. And wide receiver 7, Cooper Cup, does have a bad matchup tomorrow night. But wide receiver 5, Odell Beckham Jr., has a good one against San Francisco on Sunday. Tight end 6, Darren Waller, has a push against the Bears. And the number 6 defense, the Minnesota Vikings, rounds out the starting 9 in a tough one against Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. For Christian, he'll have 4 top 10 players and 4 good matchups in his starting lineup. Waiver wire ad Jacoby Brissett will lead the offense against a struggling Chiefs secondary. 2 bad matchups in the backfield this week for Aaron Jones and David Montgomery. A four wide receiver set this week for Christian, and three of them have good matchups. Wide receiver three, DeAndre Hopkins, will look to bounce back against Atlanta. Wide receiver eight, Chris Godwin, will face the fifth worst pass defense. Brandon Cooks has the only tough matchup tomorrow night, and then Calvin Ridley in a good matchup. He'll play the number two tight end, Mark Andrews, this week in a push against Pittsburgh, and then the league's number five defense, the Carolina Panthers, in the toughest matchup in his lineup, with the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. Bryson has opened up as an 11.5 point favorite from Vegas, and Fantasy Pros agrees, giving him a 64% chance to win. And finally, our fifth matchup is 0-4 Nick at number 4, 3-1 Braden in their 10th all-time meeting, with Braden leading that series 6-3. We'll start with Nick, as he has just one top 10 player this week, and that would be quarterback 8 Tom Brady, who leads the offense, in the best matchup in the lineup against the fifth-worst pass defense. He's got the league's worst running back core this week, but only one has a bad matchup. LaShawn McCoy has a good matchup at home. Josh Jacobs will face the fifth-best run defense, and then Phillip Lindsay has a push with the Chargers. For the wide receivers, Jarvis Landry has a push against San Fran, The wide receiver two slot is empty right now, but I would guess Sterling Shepard would be inserted in a push matchup. And then Cortland Sutton has a push as well. Nick is playing the league's worst tight end this week as Kyle Rudolph wasn't even ranked by ESPN's analysts. And then finally, the Steelers' defense rounds out the starting lineup against the second-best offense. And finally, for Braden, he'll have four top ten players in his starting nine. Quarterback 5, Russell Wilson, will be the signal caller in tomorrow night's game. Behind him, running back 7, Le'Veon Bell, will face the 5th best run defense at Philadelphia. Austin Eckler has the 5th worst run defense. And Marlon Mack has a good matchup. Braden will have the league's worst wide receiver core this week, as none are ranked in the top 25 and only one has a good matchup. And that's Josh Gordon against the 2nd worst pass defense. Then you've got Tyrell Williams as a push, and Terry McLaurin will face the second-best pass defense in the toughest matchup in his lineup. 
Tight end three, George Kittle will have a good matchup against Cleveland. And then the number three ranked defense, his own Tennessee Titans, will face the fifth worst offense. Braden has opened up as a 27-point favorite by Vegas, and Fantasy Pros agrees, giving him an 86.8% chance to win. And that's going to wrap up episode 13 of Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League podcast. We've got the Rams at the Seahawks in an NFC West battle tomorrow night, and all five of our matchups are in play with nine total players. It's going to be a wild Thursday night. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys on Friday night. Peace out.